The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. 800-600-8192. And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, Missy with you, and uh, and we're actually on time. Yeah, we're actually on time for the first time in a few weeks. We usually set aside Sunday in the late Late afternoon, early evening to be able to get the, the, the podcast done, but we've been busy or slacking and either getting it done on Monday or Tuesday. Or, it's you know. been it's been because we're busy and then we're and exhausted by the time Sunday night rolls around. A couple times you're out of town. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, we can't, I don't know how to run a Mac at all, <laughs> and so uh, I can't do the podcast when you're out of town. Plus, you have it with you when you're gone. So Yes. Yeah, um, yeah but we're back, and uh, hopefully this gets posted uh, in a relatively timely manner. It's if not, happy 4th of July. Woohoo! Happy Independence Day. Happy Independence Day. I hope you loved the fireworks and didn't get too many mosquito bites, and your hamburger turned out good and tasty, and your beer was good and cold. There you go. That kind of covers all the bases. Well, right? yeah. And you think about freedom and liberty and independence, and what, so, a, what an absolute miracle it was that you had people from so, so disparate and different from one another who actually figured out a way to get along long well, enough to actually declare independence. They'd barely figured out how to get along. I watched the John Adams miniseries mm-hmm. where they were doing all the discussion at the Congressional Congress in Philadelphia. And seriously, I'm if not, this was today, those people would have never gotten Jack done because they were so... Some of them were outright just acrimonious and, and, and just like fighting against the fight. I think one person actually just left the whole Congress. Oh, more than one. Yeah, before getting anything. So he was just like, I can't do anything with you people. I'm leaving. Yeah, that was uh, John Dickinson who uh, ended up actually joining the Continental Army. Uh, so it wasn't that he was, you know, not a patriot, but uh, he just wasn't ready for independence at that point. But, you know what? I mean, barely counts and and... You know, somehow they figured out a way. I think it's because they didn't have social media back then. They didn't have, I mean, the only mass media was newspapers. And so. And they were slow to get around because you had to mail them. Mm-hmm. You but you, you weren't you weren't in each other's faces. No. Like you are now. Oh, like, no. People were, people, you, you know. Instant reactions to things now. Well, an instant, not only instant reaction, but instant interaction. You know, like back then, so let's say you had a Yankee from Massachusetts and a Virginian. Well, most Yankees and most Virginians were never going to meet one another because, you know, most Americans never left, never traveled more than 25 miles from their house. Right. Because it was a lot of work. Right. So you could be different and not be in each other's faces. Yeah. Right? It was all sort of an abstract thing. It kind of like why we have so many weird little small towns in different parts of the of the United States. Because mm-hmm. you could go there and be weird. Like, happy Oklahoma. O- Oneida, New York. The uh, the Oneida Commune. 
Oh, right. and um, there was another commune in Pennsylvania that I actually studied during an, uh, one of my summer classes. It was Utopian Studies, mm-hmm. and we were actually studying planned communities in the United States. And um, you've—I'm not going to pronounce it right. I can think of what the word is in my brain. Euphrata. Is that in Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is like... Or Ephrata? Ephrata. Maybe Ephrata. it's Ephrata. So we went there because that's like a, that was like a religiously planned community. Mm-hmm. And then we went to like a planned cemetery that was all kinds of different things. But what I learned about that was like the town that I grew up in, mm-hmm. in New Jersey, was one of those planned towns. It wasn't they, a, like a commune. It was just no, it was it was like a, a Levittown. No, it was Levitt. It was, it was exactly a Levittown, but it wasn't Levittown. Yeah. Um, but it was like the centrally located school, the houses immediately around, the school had a pool and a playground and sporting like Very, things. very different though than what we've just been talking about. Like the freedom to be the little wonky weird places like that was the exact opposite of the wonky weird place that was like those are the established free to be suburbia right you know but there's the wonky weird places like you know yes. where we started with the conversation exactly i know i know i, I got on the side track with little towns <laughs> i'm just trying to really going to lasso you and reel you back, back in and we'll do that besides That's we've got some cool some... stuff to talk about this has been a really fun weekend for you we'll talk about my weekend adventures later but but missy's got the better stories of the weekend because you went back to school this well, kind of went back to school this weekend. Took some classes. Mm-hmm. It was a, a two day class, and I was so I, I had so much fun. I learned a lot about some cool ass power tools, and I and I built something. And I'm like, I will always have this piece of furniture, and I can know I'm like I can pass it down if I finish it well and it looks pretty. That's one of those things. I'm like, oh, you know, Grandma Missy made that in. 2017, you know, 100 years from now. We're past the odds, by the way. I'm just just being silly. I know. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So you took a woodworking class. Yes. Um, So... Uh, there's a, there's a, so a couple of months more than that, because I had to, I registered for this class in May. So before that, I was looking at, I want to make us a, a bookshelf headboard and I, with a platform bed underneath and I want to build uh, benches and chairs and little tables for the garden because we've, we've managed to grow, it's kind of jungly in places and we need to get the hedge trimmer over in this area but we have some really good places in the garden to have like cool little spots mm-hmm. and I would love it like it would be a cool little spot to have an Adirondack chair with a little side table to put my <laughs> lemonade on. And, and oh, wouldn't that be nice to have a bench and, you know, a couple of benches. Or, ooh, I could build a trellis to grow my peas on. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a, 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 a basic kind of woodworking book at uh, Lowe's. And I was looking through the projects. And although they were really well explained great photographs and everything else, I still feel like, well, crap, I really need to just take a class because I got to figure out how to work this stuff. Right. And so I started Googling. I thought I would find something at the um, vocational school or the community college level, but the only thing I found at the community college level that you could take a class on is how to be a contractor, like mm-hmm. you're licensed to be a contractor. You're not actually learning how to make or do anything okay. other than how to be a boss. Um, and it's not a disparagement to contractors, but but that's what the class was. You weren't learning construction. Mm-hmm. And so I, I found this really cool 
uh, there's a there's a chain of stores. They're called Woodcraft. They're all over the United States, but I happened to find one that was it was kind of a haul for me. It took me a, over a little over an hour to get there, and it was a two outside day, of Richmond. Yeah. Outside of Richmond, it was a two day class, nine to five. First day actually ended up being nine to six because we got a little bit behind, but second day was nine to four, so it okay. made up for it. Um, but we built a pretty little. Um, 28-inch high, uh, 22-inch long, 14-inch wide, uh, kind of a shaker-style table with a 3-inch apron and tapered legs. We had to do mortise and tenons. Um, We had to learn how to use a planer, a jointer, a belt sander. We worked with the plunge sander. cut saw and the table saw so we got all of these different um methods and how to push and how to move and where your hands are like that to me was like the most important part of the class was all of the how to use these things safely so that you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. so by the end of today i'm like stepping up and turning it on i get my hands in the right position i'm like (laughs) zip 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 like i felt really good like the the instructor was freaking awesome he was you know funny engaging informative and he was first and foremost all about safety like all of us left with all of our fingers like i i they, i'm the only person who had to have band-aids but i didn't cut myself on any of the tools okay i so we were working with what's called rough cut lumber and you don't get that at Lows, you're getting the finished, already cut and kind of sanded down to size okay. pieces of wood. This was kind of really crunchy on all the sides, and so I was trying to move some boards around the first day, and I managed to bark one of my knuckles mm. against a rough piece of wood, and then today I managed to smack my hand on one of the metal shelves. So <laughs> I didn't cut myself on any tools, and the the instructor had band aids in his wallet. So as soon as he saw any red bloom, he was like. Here you go. So it was funny. I was the only person, though, after after five days or yeah. two, after a two-day class. Well, the table looks awesome. And you can see pictures uh, for yourself, by the way, at Instagram, I, at Corny Goat Farm. I did. I posted the pic. I posted. I, I didn't do the whole, like, I took pictures of, like, all the steps of all the machines of people working at them. And I, I didn't, like, kill everybody with pictures. So. No, no. But uh, but you can see the finished product. Yeah. And it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's, it's cool. You took... You know, again, wood, Rough, right? And cut wood mm-hmm. in what's called called in the trade eight four and <laughs> four four, and I used white oak, um, and we ended up with uh, one and a half dimension on the eight four. This is for woodworking people. I know okay. you're just going to glaze over, and we ended up with a three quarter inch profile on the four four. Okay. So the only thing I have to do now is. Um, Fine sand, finish it. Mm-hmm. And I picked up all those supplies before I left the store. But they, when you sign up for a class, they're really smart. Um, the first thing that you can do when you get to the class is they have a choice of three or four woods. Okay. But for an extra fee, you can get prettier wood. woods. Okay. And then the other thing is, is that when you take a class, you get a coupon for 10% off supplies oh. in a two-week period. Oh. So I got some books, and I got... The sandpaper and the and the polish or the the whatever. And you signed up for another class. Another class in September. So there you go, Miss E. By the way, like this is something that I I, I just 
is one of the things that I love about Missy. There are a lot of things that I love about Missy, but one of the things that I really love about Missy is that she's always learning stuff. She's always picking up new stuff, and sometimes it lasts. Sometimes it, it you get bored with stuff. But I don't think I'm the woodworking thing. No, I know. Like you're yeah. really excited about this. You really like it. You like working with your hands a lot. I like to make. Yeah, you do. So the knitting, you know, I was I was there way back when when you were, you know, just starting. I mean, you had knit before I met you. Yeah, but I didn't really pick it up in Ernst until I was pregnant with kid three, because I wanted to make him stuff. And so that's when I really was like, I want to make him blankets. And he got all the sweaters and the hats. <laughs> and this was some well clad, knitted youngster. And then he got to a point where he's like, didn't want anything. Now he's so huge, he wants a sweater, but he keeps changing dimensions so much <laughs> that I'm like, it's like, the, okay, so in knitting communities, it's called the boyfriend curse. If you knit your boyfriend a sweater, you're going to break up. Okay. But in my family, it's the, if I knit my son a sweater, he's going to totally just grow out of it in five <laughs> minutes. So... I'm going to wait a few years for him to finish growing. Meanwhile, kid two, I'm working on a sweater for him because that that was was the whole fiasco of the wrong yarn. I crank it badly. (laughs) We're going to talk about that because you're going to cry. So we're going to take a timeout instead. Okay. (laughs) We've got more 40 Acres and a Fool coming up next. Stick around. Uh, We are recording at the picnic table this evening. You may hear some... Cicadas in the background, some frogs. Hopefully, the not the. Uh, is growing, but you can't. You hear can't it. hear it. No, no, no. And we have new hens, but uh, you can't hear those either. But we'll talk about that when we return. Because yeah, they're weird looking. Stick around. We're just getting started here on this edition of Forty Acres and a Fool. Forty Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards continues on the Blaze Radio Network. So, while Miss E was lazing away her weekend, nah, I'm just teasing. You were having fun and you were working. We have a table and you're learning a new skill. Yeah, yeah. I was busy like, doing just doing grunt work, man. No, labor. no, you were doing awesome <laughs> grunt work because our tractor was in the shop. And so there were parts of our. Yes, this would be the lawn tractor, by the way. Lawn that, tractor. Uh, yes. It's it's a, it's just a big, big giant right mower. mower. Yeah, and it's got a nice big fifty four inch cutting deck. It so does. I'm and, not gonna. And it, it it died a and, couple of weeks ago. Right. Well, so the grass it was, kept it was growing. Kind of, it was kind of killed. It was sort of punished a little bit. It and was. that's our fault. We we you we. Okay, so if you have a lawn tractor, you should know that you, you need, need to maintain to it. The front and back <laughs> wheels every twenty between every twenty five and fifty hours of running the mower, which is why you have that little dial on your lawn tractor. It tells you how many hours you've run it. Mm. So that's gonna that should be my next class is how to grease my lawn tractor and maintain it. <laughs> I bet but, we can find that out through a YouTube video. Yeah, I'm sure. There was a woman who built an entire house learning I from know. YouTube videos. But, um, yeah, so we have been without it, and certain parts of our yard have... It's 
it's it's kind of big and wrangly, and it's too much for a push mower. So the push mower stuff we got done, yeah, right around the house. But then, like going back, it kind of turned a little jungly. Mm-hmm. But you totally, totally rained in the jungle. You got out there, you mowed, you cut stuff back. Like I, I didn't even recognize this area over here. Like it was like what you were cutting down bushes and what? So we were like all kinds of production warriors this weekend we were i feel like i uh, got everything on my to-do list accomplished i i'm taking the week off from uh, cam and company so i've got some other stuff that i want to do around the house including like cutting down some of these trees these little scrub trees that just grow up and then actually putting up fence on the posts that we put up around the garden yes we, we can actually a, fence the garden think, in, and then we can let the goats out to wander around yeah but, uh, so i think uh, and we need to because I feel like because we are not milking this year, they're not getting the socialization. Right, but if they're up and but if they're out the in house, the yard then, yeah. and they'll get more people stuff. And so that's my goal this week is to uh, to put up a fence and uh, and work on the book a little bit and, and taking the kids to a water park. It'll be a vacation uh, adventure. A, yes, kind of excited about that. First water park I think in. Probably twenty five years. Uh, well, I really did honestly you not like, ever go to Great Wolf. Oh yeah, I guess that's so true. So we had the indoor yeah, water park. We had the indoor water park a couple times. Um, the outdoor water park. Yeah, I think I took the kids to one in Oklahoma once when the twins were still small enough that I had them in little. Lawrence of Arabia hats with the flaps in the back and the long sleeve rash guards and the long legs. Like they <laughs> yeah. were little bitty. We were going back to visit uh, kid one at college and we we did a water park night because mm-hmm. our two youngest, the redhead, her skin is basically translucent. Yeah. And she can get a sunburn under a 100 bulb light bulb. She can get a sunburn watt. from moonlight. Yeah. Pretty much. She yeah. probably could. And so uh, uh, we, we're already going over safety measures with uh, Cam here about uh, how often we had to check in, how often. But she's she's wearing a long sleeve rash guard. And all I got to worry about is making sure that she remembers to keep covering her face every 80 minutes and, and doing probably the tops of her thighs. Because with water park rides, it's your top of the legs that you really don't think about. We're good. We're good. You've become I'm... a little OCD, by the way. I don't know if this is like part of the chemo thing, but like she gave me a list for Lowe's and she wrote down the aisle well, I and the skew. This... Well, just for a couple things until you said not to, and then it turned out that the store's information was wrong anyway. This it's is not kinda, like I'm just I remember the of, aisle. This is kind of new. Anyway, I've done this before. You know, We've been married for 20 years. We've got five kids, so I, I, I we're good. I don't think you've ever taken them to a water park. I've, I've you had just to, said it was I've, 25 years, and the, our three children are not we've, yet we've at the 25-year level. No, but we have gone to the beach. I, I have applied sunscreen to my children before, and now they're old enough that they can apply sunscreen to themselves. Not for so. parts. Huh? Not back here and, you okay, know. Okay, I'll do the parts that they can't reach. That's fine. We got it. It's okay. If anybody is burned, though. <laughs> then I'm going to be in trouble. Well, because she just, like, she didn't I properly know. put sunscreen on a couple of weeks ago and got a sunburn in and she's, she got, like, more freckles. I know. We're good. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll keep them covered up. Freckles are fine, but... You know, too many freckles could equal skin cancer. I know. Like, I don't want to be, you know, disinfreckled. We got it. It's good. We're going to have a good time. I know. 
I don't want to go, but I don't want to not. This like, is the be segment charged. where Misty freaks out, by the way, about our children being in the sun. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a water park, <laughs> and some. I think like, maybe we'll call this podcast "Children of the Sun." Children of the Sun. And being no. in a water park, stranger danger. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Oh, come on. I'll be, I'll be with them. And we have to have the talk. Don't be the helicopter about, parent. Come oh, on. I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm not going. How about I, a helicopter? <laughs> but I want to make sure from that far they, away. Well, you're I'm, like a drone. Just, you know. I can't even fly the damn drone right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if I tried to follow you on the thing, I'd like crash in the front yard. Yeah, I don't know if we talked. I think we did talk about that. We we bought a, a cheap drone, a at cheap tractor little drone supply, from tractor and, supply. Uh, it was on sale. Our, we our, uh, yeah, and the it's the cheap. Only person who can fly it is the fourteen year old. And even the, the even the twelve year old can't can't do too well with like the big drone. We also got like a really cheap, you know, just like. Kind of toy drone that well, has like a battery life of five minutes. The bigger camera. right, and so, so the idea was we could do aerial footage right, and stuff. The, amaze you with our crazy. But we would. We, the thought was we would learn stuff. to practice on the smaller drone. And it's not quite and the same as flying. It's now. not, and no. the smaller drone, our youngest daughter can actually like fly very well. But yeah. then the bigger drone doesn't fly well at all. I no. think. I think it's the drone. It's only it was a cheap. On-sale yeah, I don't, I don't think it's operator error. No. I think it's the actual drone itself. So, but uh, anyway, yeah. don't be a drone parent. Don't be a helicopter parent. We got it. It's good. They'll, they'll come back. They will have had a good time. They'll be exhausted. They might be a little red from exertion, but it will not be a sunburn. I promise. All right, pinky swear on that. Pinky swear, no sunburn. All right, that you can't see that we did that, but I can take photographic evidence and post it to Instagram if you require it. However, normally this I'm doesn't happen when I take the kids the, away. Normally, we don't. I don't have to pinky swear any any conditions before we go. No, but. that's because they've. It's not ever been like a water park where all their skins hanging out. Like right, they, we have. Pale children. They're honey, so white, you can lose them on a white blanket. How do you, yeah, I understand that. Where do you think they got that from? You exactly. Mostly, I'm exactly. Kind of a, I'm pale for a Yuki, but you're, you're, I mean, you're pale too. But I'm, I'm a, you know, Scottish descent. I'm a ginger. I'm pale. Yeah. I don't tan. I really just kind of get red. So, well, I, you're, you're, I, 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 I get think it. You accumulated the redness on your neck is now turned to tan. Oh well, that's good. So you're now not no no. You are now no longer a redneck. <laughs> you are a tan. Neck. Not physically, not but. Physically. Uh, I got it. We're good. Uh, thank you. It's going to be fun. All right. All right. Well, now we have to take a time out again. So That's okay. Maybe we'll we can. The next segment. Yeah, we will. We'll just move on from here. Stick yes, around. I'll finish. We still have to talk about the new hint, so we'll do that when we come back. Oh, uh, so different looking. They are different looking, yeah, right? I don't know what we're going to call them. I know. I think we should call them the Weird Sisters. All right. Yeah, stick around. We've got more uh, Cam and Company coming up next. Oh, not, no, not Cam and Company. 40 Acres and a Fool. That's what we're coming up next. <laughs> We got more forty acres and a full corner next. I'm not. I'm just going to leave that right there. Okay, we'll just leave it alone. Fine. Let those mistakes ride. I'm not afraid to admit my mistakes and to show off. I'm, then, I'm only human. <laughs> and then promote your show. Exactly. It's all and, good. and you know what? I should do that. Yes. If you like forty acres and a full, you can always listen to Cam and Company weekdays live two to five Eastern on NRA TV. You can actually watch us there. Uh, and you can listen midnight Eastern nine Pacific on Sirius XM Patriot one twenty five. We are also available on demand all the time yeah. at iHeartRadio. And through iTunes, that would be uh, Cam and Company, where we talk about the Second Amendment. And uh, NRA TV, too, right? Can't I just, you just mentioned go there that. to the I archives? Mentioned, yeah, that was the first one I said. No, no, but you said live, but you can also yes, go you can also watch archives. on demand. Yes, you can also watch on demand at NRA I'm TV. Just making, you Thank know, you. I'm just helping. Yes. We might have to talk about the fact that uh, the NRA was the uh, subject of the two minutes hate uh, from the left this week. Maybe we'll do that a little bit later on in the hour. Yeah, All right. What are they hating on now? Stick They're always ar- hating on something. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be back with more 40 Acres and a Fool. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards.
on the Blaze Radio Network. Don't miss the Chris Salcedo Show. The Democrats are pushing a piece of legislation. The effort is to get Donald Trump declared crazy so they can remove him from office. After what we've endured the last eight years, do Democrats really want to cast these stones? I mean, really? The light footprint lead from behind foreign policy? Allowing the Iranians to develop nukes? Obamacare? The folks who pushed all that were certifiable. The Chris Salcedo Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards. On the Blaze Radio Network. So we have added to our flock of chickens this week. Um, kind of by default, we had a friend of ours who has had some predator issues, mm-hmm. but then is also moving to a more urban setting. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to allow urban. I don't know if they allow urban chickens where he's moving to, but uh, well, some urban places do. Some do, some, some don't. Right? Associations are like, oh no. Well, we had uh, we had we had given uh, our friend Fabio the rooster, and Fabio unfortunately was one of the casualties of, of the, the predator yeah. attack. Whatever it was, he said he couldn't see anything on the game cameras. He was he was home. He's like he he had to move the chickens, and we said this is fine. This will work out because I'm going to be home. I'll be around. I'll be outside all day long. No. It was a fox. It, Half hour, it has, right. I know it has to be a fox because I have had those same thoughts. Like, yeah. I've seen a coyote run through here, and then I'm and there. I've I've locked everybody on the down, and like I haven't heard anything, I haven't seen anything, and I let everybody out, and all of a sudden it's a quiet time, and you hear and nothing because mm-hmm. they they will run up, they grab around their throats, and then they just find the closest exit point. Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, we have three new chickens. Um, Red Sex Link, like the... Now, now here's the thing. Red Sex Link, quote-unquote, like the ones that we got a couple of months ago. But they're from, not. But they're not. Because, okay, they're the same feather weird coloration, which mm-hmm. means that there's a variation of predominantly auburn red feathers. Right. Some of them have a little bit of gold going through, but whatever. But these three new ones, like... You look at their combs and you're like... Their combs are huge. Wait a minute. I thought you said we were getting hens. <laughs> right. And then you say, no, they're hens. And I look again and I look in from the top down and I'm like, well, yeah, their saddle feathers are rounded because with roosters, the saddle feathers are really pointy, but their combs are huge. Mm-hmm. It's like... I, I, I don't even know what to call these girls. They're That's why I said we call them the weird sisters. They're weird sisters. They are totally weird sisters. Because at first, like, we're like, oh, uh, we th- how are we going to tell them apart? But as soon as I saw them, I'm <laughs> like, oh, yeah, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so. We can they, totally tell them apart. So, but we're back to 12, 12 hens. hens yeah. and Although we haven't had any eggs for, like, four days. I think it's the fact that the chicken coop was really gross. And yeah, oh, that was the other thing I did this super weekend. Super hot. Yeah, you... I get a high five for that even more than the, uh, the, the, the lawn taking mowing. care of the yard, right? Yep. But I also kind of get a little bit of a high five because in my woodworking class, they have this cool vacuum system, mm-hmm. and I managed to score two gigantic 
garbage bags of wood shavings for the next couple of times we have Which to fill nice. up the uh, clean out the chicken coop. Yeah, this is my least favorite chore, and Missy always did it until she got lung, lung cancer, cancer, and then I'm, I'm like, like, nah, because nah. nah. <laughs> there's so much chicken dust, and I wear a respiratory mask or a respirator, you know, like the little uh, paper mask, uh, so I'm not breathing in chicken dust, but it's it's, still- it's hot. And it's just foul. No pun intended, it's foul. It's foul. It's the grossest job on the farm, no hands down. Yeah. Like, cleaning out, I'd rather clean out and trim goat hooves than clean out a chicken. I would rather rather, uh, clean out goat hooves with my tongue (laughs) than, well, maybe not. Well, you wouldn't have a... No, no, it wouldn't work. Maybe It'd not. Be like, but it is pretty gross. It's yeah, chicken coop cleaning is is downright disgusting. But it but it nice, is clean now. It's nice and clean, so I don't know it's what got they're some mint in there. I mean, yeah. it's been hot. It has been humid. Yeah. So I don't know if that's it. That, I think we've got a couple of chickens that are molting, and so they're not going to yeah, lay. Yeah, I mean, you would think like we'd have like two eggs. Well, we a day. have fourteen hens, and I can only 12. see. 12. Okay, sorry, sorry. We have 12 hens, and I can only see signs of malt on two of them. Mm-hmm. And the one that has a little bit of malt isn't necessarily malt. It's more the product of all the chicken rape that happened when we had two roosters. And I noticed tonight that she does have tiny... She's like me with my bald head. <laughs> she has tiny little black and white feathers sprouting up on her head. So she's finally not going to I wonder be- if her feathers are going to grow back in curly. That'd be funny, but she's a barred <laughs> rock, so you know her hair and my hair is kind of similar. Uh, it's Salt hers is more. Each feather is striped. I wish people hair would grow like that. That'd be kind of cool. But It'd be pretty neat if you my, had striped hair. Yeah, yeah. But my hair is just like checkered. <laughs> but the new girls are uh, they're they're adjusting. Like chickens, we we're talking about this. Chickens are so clickish. Yeah. You know, like they they, they do not like new girls coming in and no. you're just like, "Oh my god, Becky, did you see that new hat?" Right. <laughs> right. And so we so, like, so for a while there we, we we had gotten such predator problems that we were down to like four mm-hmm. hens. Uh, 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 whatever. So four different colored. They have names. Yeah. So whatever. And and the and the rooster. And then we got the red the sex links. Red sex links. The first batch. But the first batch and they were all like Oh, I don't like new girl on the block. Like the four originals were like hell with you. And if we we, we locked them down for like a week and a half, and then we let them free range for a couple of days, all the addition, the the existing, they mm-hmm. were all like running, run away, run away. And all the the red, they were all staying in the cage because yeah, they were the so, new like, ones. They're like, what are we? Where do you like, get? What are you doing? Are you leaving this <laughs> confine? We never left a confine, so it was kind of funny. Uh, but yes, and but on the flip side of that is like when at one point. There were some chickers, chickens that made it down the channel mm-hmm. into the yard down there, and the only of the four, the original four, was the was the white ostrich, and she was Ida was down there. Okay, and all the red sex licks. So she was trying to come back up the tunnel. Yeah, and they were all like, "Peck, peck, I'm gonna be a bee, peck, mm-hmm. peck." Like they were just attacking her, and she kept running away, and they were just being such bullies. Bullies. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of funny. That like, wasn't the B where you were going to use. I know. I, I know, but it worked. Um, but uh, it's it's it is kind of funny because uh, there are other people that I've seen on like you know Facebook chicken people pages where they talk about 
how their chickens are kind of racist. Like, they only want to hang out with chickens that are like right. them or the chickens that are the same age as them, and they have their own little social groups. That still doesn't mean they're smart. By the no, way. it does not. It just, just really means that they're cliquish. More stupid than you want them yep. to be. We're down to four bacon seeds. Because uh, we've had a couple of them get sold. And yep. I think we haven't done the podcast since the last time a bacon seed was sold and four little bacon seeds went wee, 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 wee away from home. <laughs> well, five little bacon seeds. Five. Because we had started off with nine and we're down to four. No, no, no. I meant the day that they escaped. They oh, had four went yeah. wee, 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 away from home and then they came back. Yeah, so we had somebody come come to try to catch their own. So we had an ad out. Catch it, it's free. If you can't, we got to pay for it. Um, and they, I caught the pig, so then pay. <laughs> um, but then we tried to go for a second, and what I didn't... Our, our, uh, in addition to our garden being bountiful, our weeds are equally bountiful. And the problem was is that the weed line along the electric fence line was a little too healthy. Yeah. And they managed to just run right through a corner. And so that night, after I realized what happened, because they ran off in the woods. They mm-hmm. were gone. for Two of them were gone for a couple of hours. Yes. One was gone for into the dark. We, the boys, the big boy was trying to find it in the dark and chase it back home, and she just managed to slip back because mm-hmm. it turned off the electromagnet. Yeah, they all came back. They all did come back, but it's, it was over the course of several hours. Right. Um, but during that time, I had to go through and weed whack and rearrange about, what, 400 feet of electronet so mm-hmm. it was all clear so they couldn't happen again. Yeah, and I was shocked that the uh, the one, because three of them, you got three of them back with food. Yeah. And so then there was just the one that was away. And so <laughs> I, I come home, and when she's walking, I think it was Bullet, and she's walking up the driveway, and all of a sudden I hear her say, Oh, oh, oh! There's, there's, there she is, and there's a pig on the driveway. right, and so you turned and ran back to get food. I ran to grab some food, and but I then and so I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna go up the there, and so I'm walking behind the pig, and it's a little pig, but man, it's hauling ass, and yeah. it's you know Literally. trucking up the uh, up the so driveway. Then, I, then you were like, so then I called Missy, and I was like, okay, just grab the truck. Tried to cut her off, and she ran. She, I cut her off. I got ahead of yeah. her and I turned. But then she like but cut she right and pushed, she ran into the tree line. Ran right into the tree line into the woods. And the pasture is kind of high, pretty now. tall right now, and it's, it's a pretty it, small pig, so yeah. easy to lose him in the grass. But she did she, come back. She got back. I was I was horrified at the thought of you know one of our pigs becoming like semi feral or whatever. Um, thankfully, there was only one, so you wouldn't have had to worry as much about well, breeding. Except but except for uh, that one white and black pig that ran through our neighbor's yard a couple of years ago do you remember when they called us and said did you lose a hog i don't I think like, so oh it was it was our neighbors at the top of the driveway okay and so a black and white hog <laughs> ran through their backyard oh wow and they called me and they were like are you missing a hog and i'm like oh i don't know let me go check and i ran down to the garden and it was when we had them in the cage still and we we're moving okay. around it was early on and i'm like no, they're all still here. What did you see? And like, oh, a black and white hog just ran through. I'm like, oh, well, it wouldn't be mine. They're all just all black because American guinea hogs are just totally black. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. So, so they could have met in the woods. Knows, right? I don't know where that other one went. Yeah. So, but, Poor sign love. But anyway, it 
It, all of them all, came All's back. well that ends well. The fence has been uh, reconfigured, so it's all hot again on all levels. So, yeah, nobody's running away. No. Next thing is to uh, rearrange the uh, the goat fence and give them some fresh pasture. But uh, but they're they're I mean they're good where they are. They've got plenty of fresh grass but, and shade and shade. But I would like them to get a little bit closer to the house if we can't uh, let them free range, just so well, they can get a little more socialization. That's one of the projects that's going to take care of that. So I know as soon the garden as fence, fence in the garden. We can let the goats. And run. once the blueberries oh, have been eaten yeah, and yeah, picked, yeah, right? No that's the, the thing. Blueberries or the blackberries. I know. So yeah, yeah. right, that's the thing. <gasps> So, and we have to probably bush, uh, put a little a grow cage around that fig tree. Oh yeah, the because goats they, will eat that fig eat tree. It. And it's weird. I don't know what kind it is, but it only it like will. It's like a it's like a Lazarus plant. It grows like, back. It'll die and it'll grow back. Mm-hmm. But it's like every other year we end up with like five or seven figs. Yeah. So. It, I, I probably should be doing some more better research on the care and maintenance of the plant <sighs> rather than just leaving it to nature. But Probably so. All right, listen, hey, we need to take a time out. Okay. It's growing dark, and uh, we've got to get to some emails here. The email address, 40acrefool at gmail.com. Our snail mail address is Corny Goat Farm, P.O. Box 817, Farmville, Virginia, 23901 one seven. Uh, Rob in Southern California actually sent us some popcorn, which should be arriving this week. Some not not like popcorn to grow, popcorn kernels, and it's a uh, yep. It's and a it's a, a it's a mini variety. So supposedly it's little, like hullless. little yeah. Right. And so yep, I got to get that bottle of hot sauce in the mail this week. But I have the found the perfect box, so that will be going out this week, uh, probably with uh, some mail tomorrow, since the post office should be open on. Uh, the day before a holiday. There you go. Right? So we'll so. Uh, we'll get to some of your thoughts coming up next. Stick around. More 40 Acres and a Fool still to come. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. 800-600-8192. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards returns now on the Blaze Radio Network. So it is quickly growing dark out uh, outside here, and we are not near the fire pit. Yeah, no, we're, we're just near the... Now the, the, now the nights are starting to get shorter. Well, yeah, after the summer equinox, every day is going to get shorter I until know. December. We've got our fall crops planted, the arugula has started to come up, and the pumpkin patch is looking badass. I'm excited. We've got, like, every kind of pumpkin that we planted is coming up. I'm excited. I, I need to go check it out. I've been gone in. That, that You just found that out over the weekend. I'm going to check it out uh, tomorrow when I'm home. Um, I'm a little disappointed in our beets. I think our rabbits have yeah. gotten to the beet top so badly that I don't think we're going to have too many vegetables. The carrots are already a goner. Yet so. another reason to uh, get that get fence that put fence up. up. Right. The peppers and tomatoes are, cook- are looking awesome. They're looking fantastic. Matter of fact, we uh, we found the first. You found the first flower on the on a pepper tonight. Down here. 
And then up near the house, the in, the tom- in the raised beds, the tomato plants are doing so good. They're uh, they're getting ready to start flowering. Yeah, so. yeah, and they're the big. Juicy yeah, those are the slices up near the, the house, slicers. right? So, yep. so we have a couple of emails to get to, including one from Michael in Michigan, who says, uh, my wife, the one with myriad chronic health issues, got a job offer. Yay! Yay! It's exciting news, Michael. Uh, she's been working as a school lunch monitor. Problems with that are, A, very limited hours, and B, no job oh, in the summer. Yeah. So, Mike says, when we heard uh, that the manager of a store in town said that they were short staff, we asked how my wife could apply. She had her interview yesterday. Manager was a ecstatic that my wife already knew how to stock shelves and do money counts and offered her an assistant manager position. Right off the bat, that's awesome. Yay, congratulations. Mike says uh, money was going to be painfully tight this summer, so this is a godsend. Things are looking up for us in this rural village. I'm very glad we escaped the city, says Mike, especially since it was Ann Arbor. Good for you, uh, Mike. Now, on on a sadder note, as I was driving to work, I think it was Monday of this uh, this past week. I'm driving by Wise Ridge. We yeah. had done a show there for, uh, from Wise Ridge a couple of months ago. And there's a sign, around. auction, building, contents, everything, three Department acres of inventory. land, three August acres. the 1st. Yeah. So Wise Ridge is, is going up for auction. And they had a that was like I got to tell you, that was like a punch in the gut seeing that. It was sad. I, I Yeah, when you told me, I was really saddened by it, but I kind of get it. Um, uh, when I went in, I think right after I first lost my hair and I was able to go shopping, um, the owner told me that her husband had recently succumbed to lung cancer in the summer. Mm. And he had the small cell version versus my large cell version. So I think that they have been trying hard and it's just not been going well without him around. And that's kind of what they said on their Facebook page that since he's been gone and 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 you know the the mom is the old, the the owner's wife you know yeah. she's old enough to, you know she wants to retire right so I get it but it's still sad I know I, I kind of wish we could win the lottery and buy the general store I would totally run that store it'd be fun because oh, they have be, a little they do breakfast and lunch it's a great little place it is they make their own bakery stuff they have co- really good cookies and and homemade candies and things and well, you know sodas and cigarettes and beer and wine we got a month to win the lottery I guess yeah I got Start buying tickets. Start playing. Yep. Um, yeah, it's sad. I hope whoever is able to uh, to, to buy the place ends up wanting to, to keep it going. Because they yeah. they had gotten it, and it had been empty for like 30 years. I know. It had been a general store up until the 70s, but then people, you know, died, and the store went to, to, to no one. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Uh, we also had an email from uh, Chris, uh, who says he's originally from Cologne, New Jersey. He says uh, it's a little small farm town at the end of the runway of what's now Atlantic City International Airport. Oh, okay. I know where that is. Um, But he says when he was a kid, it was a National Guard base and a base for our interceptors. He said during the Cold War, Russia would poke us in the eye, fly into our airspace from time to time. This, of course, sent out F-106 darts. And I swear, he says there are F-104 starfighters there, too, to greet the Russians and their MiGs. Chris says, I vividly remember the first sonic booms that I heard. I was around five. I was on horseback, alone. I thought the world was coming to an end. I got back to the house as fast as I could. I imagine that would be kind of crazy, right, when you're five. Uh, Chris says, the home I grew up in was old, built by the local veterinarian who cared for Atlantic City's fire horses. Oh, wow. Later, he built stables and paddocks, so when those horses retired, they had a nice place to live out the remaining years. 
Uh, he says, my parents bought the house in the 70s because they needed a place to keep their horses. My mom would buy whatever cheap horses she could, and eventually we had 13 of them. Holy moly. When she, when I was born, she had to stay home and to make a little money. She taught riding lessons and made fudge to sell at local convenience stores. I would, yeah, because with horses, it's all money out. Yeah. You see, unless you can hire them out to get them to actually um, pay their way through their existence, it's all money. Chris says a... Uh, Imagine that a mother selling food she made in the kitchen without government intervention. Millions must have died. I think we all remember the fudge apocalypse. Yes. Uh, the New Jersey fudge apocalypse of 19, I think it was 1978, Chris. 1978. Right? 19 <laughs> <laughs> Chris, as a result of where we lived, I was on horseback for as long as I can remember. And it was a big deal to be able to go into civilization, Egg Harbor Township, or if I was real oh, lucky, wow. Chester's Bakery in Summers Point. Okay. Uh, if you're busy, if he says if you're visiting ba- uh, family there, look it up. They have the best sticky buns on the planet. Sadly, mm. they refuse to ship them. I've tried. Ah, uh, because Chris is now in Massachusetts. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's with- hard. The New-, New Jersey people like if you go there, they will pack it to travel. Like that. Mm-hmm. That there's a place I I worked at when I was young. It was the, one of the best places to get cheesesteaks in South Jersey, and it's a franchise opportunity now. And it's called Gaetano's. And if you have not had a Gaetano's cheesesteak, G A E T A N O S, uh, then you have not lived a fully fulfilled foodie life because they are the best cheesesteaks <laughs> to get ever. And anytime I go back to New Jersey to visit family, if I can get to a Gaetano's, I always get them to travel. To get them home. Oh yeah, and uh, and they are still really good when Yo. when you get home. Finally, on uh, Taylor Pork Roll, Chris says it is pork roll. It's not ham. Yeah. Only people from New York want to be North Jersey. Call it Taylor it's ham. Ta- yeah, who calls it that? <laughs> Nobody calls it that. He says, "I uh, hope you all have a happy and safe Independence Day weekend. We'll be traveling up to Vermont to stay with friends. I cannot, in good conscience, be in a state like Massachusetts while celebrating Independence." <laughs> uh, Chris and Alicia uh, says, "You guys in California can relate." Right, I'm. I'm sure that they can, Chris. Although there was a bit of a bit of hope out of California, we had a uh, magazine ban that was supposed to go into effect on July the first. Uh, ban on magazines over ten rounds. People who who currently legally possess these magazines were told they had to turn them in or they had to send them out of the state. Um, a judge. Uh, granted a temporary injunction blocking that law from going into effect, and had just some absolutely fantastic things to say uh, in the opinion. That uh, uh, that led to that. So you can find that actually online if you go to uh, Michelle Lawyers. I think they've got the PDF up there if you're interested in a bright spot out of California. But uh, if you don't hear this before the 4th of July, uh, if this gets posted after the 4th of July, we hope that you had a fantastic Independence Day. And if, uh, all if, your digits and flanges are all attached. Yes, yes. And if you, if you do get a chance to hear this before Independence Day, well, we hope that you do have a safe and fun holiday and remember it's independence day it's we celebrate on the fourth of july but it's about celebrating the birth of this nation and honestly i'm i'm going to be spending some time thinking about how the hell we get back to a point where we could actually accomplish something like that because i don't think it's possible today oh no we're too divisive right now um i don't think the two farthest of the the lefts and the rights would probably rather um, drink the Kool-Aid like the the that fun little um, Jim escapade Jones. in history, the Jones thing, um, rather than agree with someone on the other side. And it's we're both uh, both the both extremes are just as bad. But all extremes like that are bad. Like the crazy 
other extremists, you know? When you go extreme, you're not thinking straight. Unless you're uh, drinking Mountain Dew, because that's extreme. Well, if you drink too much of it, then you're all (laughs) suddenly going to die from caffeine and sugar overdose. Yeah, you know, and I tell you what, we'll we'll maybe... um, We'll maybe talk politics next time because we're kind of running up against the uh, the end of the program. And as I said, it's we're kind of sitting here like not quite in the pitch black, but it's getting kind of dark. And, and we actually uh, always try to avoid politics. Uh, well, we we do, but I don't. Listen, I think we're getting to the the point in time where it's can. it's getting yeah, it's getting really. Um, it's like the eight hundred pound elephant in the room. Oh, right. So. I don't know. That's my Independence Day thought. Think about how we get back to a place where we can disagree with each other and still actually, you know, want to live with each other. Uh, In the meantime, be safe. Have fun. Learn a lot. Just go out and whatever you can learn. Don't just learn a little. Like, go out. I always say learn a lot. You live a little. Okay. You should live a lot, too. You should live your life. Like, okay, I could have died. So you could, you should learn a lot and you should live life at its fullest. So maybe we should, like, rearrange the exit tagline. You think? Yeah, it's kind of I know be a you think so. Powerful. Uh, I, well, I, I like it folksy. So we're going to stick with the folksy one this week, okay? Well, live a little, learn a lot then. Pilgrim. All right. Don't go and learn about power tools then. <laughs> All right. Say goodnight, Wilford. Good night. Wilford, and good night you. I love you. I love you too, and uh, and we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, but I have to add a, another little message to somebody who okay. said something about me. Yeah, there are some things I can't do. That's why I just try to keep learning. All right, there you go. I don't know what those things are, but uh... neither did my mom. <laughs> All right, you have a fantastic week. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon with more 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.